Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to this bonus episode of the Cosmic Healing Podcast. We have got Dana Whitby with us here today, and I just so look forward to this conversation every month, and I cannot believe we are welcoming in June. This is insanity to me. So hello, and welcome, Dana. Hi, Vaughn. Thanks for having me back. I look forward to this too. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what June has in store for us in the summertime. Yeah. I know. Like right before we press record, I was like, I'm really curious what's going to come up for the day because I, I really, you know, usually I can kind of tune into the frequency, but maybe the, the frequency of this month is the unknown, (laughs) you know, is just like, like, what are we here? Are we there? Are we everywhere? Like, where are we? Because the possibilities for this season of life are endless, you know, like this is my season, the summertime. My birthday is in July. So I'm just such a water baby. And this means I get to be in the water, like for the next three to four months. And so I am just so happy. Like this is my season, you know, but at the same time, I in true Vaughn fashion, like I get very excited because there's so much that I want to do. And when I don't take action on all these fun things or take advantage of, of these beautiful days, it makes me feel frustrated with myself. You know, it's like, well, God, you just wasted another day, you know? And so I feel like that can a lot be the energy for going into summertime because it's like, we want to relax and play, but we also want to be outside and be productive, but we also got work to do. And it's, and we got to entertain kids. If we have kids or we, we travel and the juggle of everything is just can be overwhelming. So I know for me, th- that is my biggest challenge is to be like, to take advantage of these long days and just, really be present and enjoy them and not put too much pressure on myself to, you know, to get things done, to be like, there are seasons of life, you know? And I feel like in the summertime, like it, I, I need to go in vacation mode, you know, like, and and I think that we're all just ready for that. So I'm really excited to hear what, um, what you channel for us today. Yeah. Listening to you. It's so interesting because what you're describing is a lot of the qualities of Gemini season, which is, um, the majority of June. So for the majority of June, the sun is going to be crossing over the constellation of Gemini. Gemini is an air sign. And so when you think of the qualities of air, it can move quickly. It can go this way. It can go that way. Um, air also is kind of up here and it leads us to our mind. So there's a lot of mental, um, chatter that can go on during Gemini season with this Gemini energy kind of raining down on all of us. We sort of feel those energies of Gemini, um, more than we would normally. So it doesn't matter whether you're a Gemini or not, you can be influenced by this energy. If you are a Gemini sun, then you are going, if your birthday is coming up, you're going to feel it even more intensely. But again, it's a lot of mental chatter. It's a lot of like, oh, I want to do this. Wait, no, I want to do that. It's like squirrel stuff. Like I I love this, but I love that too. And then I want to do this. And Gemini is kind of like a jack of all trades, master of none. It's like this interest in all these little things, but not really going deep. And so there's no shame during this time in in following your little interests and relieving the pressure to go deep into something. This is not the time for that. This is a time to be like testing the waters and seeing what you enjoy and what feels good, what doesn't. Like let yourself kind of flit around and be like a little fairy during this time and like just do whatever. It can feel very ungrounding though. 
And so uh, the opposite of that is to try to get outside as much as you can during June, put your bare feet on the earth, get those sun codes that Vaughn talks about, like really connect with nature to kind of help bring some of that airy, flittery energy, maybe down just a little bit to calm it when you feel like it's going too far out of control. So like, let it, let it lead you. But if it starts feeling uncomfortable, then, then do some grounding to kind of bring it back down. Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. We can stop the podcast now. That was exactly (laughs) what I needed to hear. I mean, wow. And oh, I just love this stuff because that is the astrological energy that we are working with, you know, and I love it that you pull in the astrological aspects of the energy because I mean, everything that you just said confirmed everything that I am feeling, which is probably confirming what everyone else is feeling, how we're like going in a million different directions. And it's just like, no, like, it's okay. Like, just, just be here, be grounded, enjoy the ride. Because again, like the season will go so fast. It will. So fast. Like, I mean, just the energy in itself, like time is moving so fast fast right now. Even my kids are like, you know, I know that whole thing, like the older you get, the faster time moves, but even my children that, you know, that time should be moving pretty slow for them still, you know, they're like, Oh my gosh, like, where did time go? I cannot believe our school year is over and all that. stuff. And it's just like, I know it. I mean, like literally, and I read somewhere that the time, the way that time is moving like right now in 2023 compared to say like 1990, the, it literally has just sped up. Like there's like some scientific graph that I saw and I was like, wow, like, it's not just because we're getting older. It's literally time is moving faster. I'm getting chills as you're saying that. And I totally believe it because I, I really do think it's true. And I don't think time has this like regular rhythm that we think it has. It's, it's, it's its own thing. <laughs> like it can speed up, yeah. it can slow down, it can skip, it can whatever. It's not linear. So I yes. believe you. Yeah. Right. And I guess because we are moving into higher dimensions, you know, like we're not just working in the 3D world anymore. We're we're living in 3D, 5D, 7D, 12D sometimes if you're hanging out with me. And I mean, like we're all over the place. So when we're time hopping like that, like literally timeline hopping and playing in different dimensions, like time knows no bounds. It's just like, we're over here, we're over there. But when we are in this 3D world, I think that's when we're like, holy shit, like where did time just go? (laughs) Yes, totally. And I think we're going to be feeling that for the majority of June for about the last like week and a half, we will actually move into cancer season, which is your season, Vaughn. Um, and that is going to feel a bit more emotional, a bit more focused on your home, your family, your inner feelings. And so it's like Gemini season brings us this like flittery energy to kind of, again, tap into all these things that we want. And then by the end of June, we're able to kind of start going deep. You might feel yourself slowing down a little bit, kind of getting into some of those feeling waters. Um, it's not, Um, cancer is not an earth sign. So it's not like this super grounded energy either, but it is this like deepening energy of like going underwater and starting to feel your emotions and maybe slowing down a bit. So you, you will kind of notice that towards the end of June, as the sun kind of transitions into that cancer sign. So just be prepared for that, that that is coming later this month. And we'll talk more about cancer in July, but it does kind of and start at the end of June. What are the dates for um, Gemini? Gemini are until, I believe the sun moves out on either June 21st or June 22nd. It's one of those two. Okay. Yeah. I haven't looked up this year yet, it, but it, it's always around that time. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds exciting. Oh, and so your cards, I still want to touch on those really quick because they are out for pre-order and just, you know, her, you love her, go support her. If you have not already pre-purchased your Oracle deck cards, your beautiful, beautiful cards. Um, just, I cannot wait to get my hands on them. So make sure that you have the link in the show notes for people to pre-order and then they'll be coming out soon, right? In June, I think you said, Oh wait, it's June. So soon. Yeah. This month, um, as of right now, and I do have to double check with my publisher, but they are expected to ship to me on June 28th 
And so then I should be able to turn around and get them to those who pre-order quickly. Um, if you don't pre-order, then you'll get them after I get the pre-orders sent out. So yeah. that's how it's going to so go. Basically, pre-order is VIP. So yes. get on there. Yeah. Get faster. You get it faster. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> it will be All right. Money, so yes. Um, yeah. So my deck that we're going to use today is called the Inner Compass Oracle. And um, we are going to pull three cards from this deck to get a reading on June. But as we always do, let's um, connect and ground and protect this space. So as long as you're not driving, I want you to go ahead and close your eyes with us and just go ahead and take a deep breath in through the nose. Filling those lungs. And exhale through the mouth. Feel yourself settling this Gemini energy that we just talked about. Allowing your to-do list and all those things that are keeping your mind busy to be set aside for just a few moments with us. And we ask at this time to illuminate a golden light of protection around this space. And we invite into this circle any guides, angels, ancestors, ascended masters, archangels, any beings of the highest vibration and the purest intention are invited into this space to use my body and Vaughn's body as a channel for the messages that are in our highest and greatest good for the month of June, 2023. We come seeking this information so that we can grow and evolve and work with this energy and to leverage it for our highest and greatest good. We offer up gratitude at this time for the messages received today. And so it is. And as I shuffle, you can take your time coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this one wants to be seen. Oh, interesting. Oh, these are so fun. Okay. All right. We are starting off right off the bat with the Jupiter card. So I think this might be one of the first times we've pulled a planet card on here. I don't know. Maybe we have pulled another one before, but... This is card number 28, and um, the Jupiter card is all about expansion. So as always, I'm going to read to you from the guidebook about this one. But what's interesting about this, this is something different that I wanted to incorporate into my deck that I haven't seen in any other decks before. So I actually have an individualized message for everyone's Jupiter placement. And so what I'm going to do is I will share this with Vaughn and I will, um, we will put it in the show notes and we will also have it on social media. So if you want to look up your own personal natal, natal chart and find out what constellation Jupiter was sitting in at the exact moment you were born, you will have an even more specific message for yourself for June. Okay. So for me, for example, my Jupiter is in Capricorn. So I would look at the Jupiter and Capricorn message in the show notes below to give me a specific focus for June. So this was something I added to my deck to make it more personalized, to feel like you are getting very specific information for yourself and not just collective messages. So this is one of those cards that's like that. But we do have a general collective message about Jupiter that I'll share with you now. But just be sure to also look up your natal chart and get your own personalized message as well for June, okay? So the three keywords for Jupiter are joy, expansiveness, and ease. As the largest planet in the solar system, Jupiter illuminates how you are meant to expand into your full potential. To do this, you must learn to utilize levity and pleasure. Jupiter emphasizes the importance of play in a world that prioritizes working hard to achieve success. Tapping into what brings you joy and finding rest is successful too, because it restores your creativity, energy, and balance. Jupiter is calling you now to reconnect with what sets your soul free. 
So that is the short little collective message. And again, there's a message about what sets your soul free and how you can tap into that that will be in the show notes below. So perfect, of course, with it being summer (laughs) and the reminder to get out and play and to have fun and to be silly and to just do whatever your little soul is asking of you for joy and play. And how fun that you have that set up in that way. Like, yeah, I've never seen a card that way. So you'll, so you'll send us the link. Well, like we'll share the link where we can go in and we just put in our birth information and then we just will follow the little wheel and figure out where our sign, what sign Jupiter was in when we were born in our, in our, in our birth chart. Yes, I will put a link to this in the show notes, but my favorite website is astro-charts.com. And so you just put in your birth info. Um, You'll need your location, of course, your birthday. And then if you know the time that you were born or as close as you can possibly get, enter that information. And all you have to do is like scroll down underneath the circle and there will be a list and it'll say Jupiter in Capricorn, Jupiter in Aries, whatever it is. And then you can refer back to the show notes and get your personalized message. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I love that. I should know. I mean, I have so many charts of mine hanging around that are printed off that, (laughs) you know, for all my uh, sessions that I've had, you know, over the many, many years. And of course I have no idea where any of them are or where my anything is. So yay, I'll just go explore that. And it'll be a fun way to like, kind of revisit our chart because there is so, so much information available to us in our chart, you know, like when we're looking at the different, so it's a good idea. I think just now I'm even realizing that I probably should just print it off and maybe even frame it, you know, like having it or laminate it or put it somewhere where I know that's my go-to chart and I can reference it whenever certain moons or, you know, when they say, Hey, this is in this. And, you know, then you can understand more and more what you're working with. Yeah. The other trick that I have that I use is in, I have an iPhone. And so in the notes app on my phone, I keep a list of just like my major planets, like my Neptune is in this, my Jupiter is in this. And then I can just like pull it up on my notes app if I ever want to see it. And I'm not near, you know, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Yeah. A couple different work with it. So yeah. Thank you. So I love that message of, you know, Jupiter again, is that the biggest planet in our solar system. So think of yourself as expanding, let yourself expand, let yourself have fun, let yourself feel light and levity and joy Jupiter. And I, there's just not enough space for me to talk in this deck about it, but Jupiter is also a highly, highly spiritual sign, but through having fun and through finding joy, right? Like it doesn't have to always be so serious. Like you're a monk who meditates every 20 minutes. Like you can find spirituality and joy when you are out at the beach or on the lake or at the pool or just sitting on your front porch. Like just let yourself have some fun in June. And I love that we're getting this message because it's been a heavy year. It's been a heavy three years or more. And so this is just a nice, like, have fun. Let yourself have fun in June. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, I will. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I know. Now on the heels of that though, uh, it comes the, uh, lighthouse card, which oh, is, yeah, we pulled that one before we have, this one is a bit of a warning of something. So I wouldn't interpret this as like, Oh, the whole month of June is going to be so hard, but I do think that there's going to be an opportunity in June where something challenging comes up and we have a choice to act differently in this situation. So, um, I will read this to you again so that you can be reminded of the message, but the lighthouse is card number 30. And the keywords with this card are warning, decision-making, and obstacles. A lighthouse situated on a rocky coastline warns ships of dangers ahead by radiating light. The purpose of a lighthouse is to guide sailors around hazardous conditions such as rocks, reefs, and shoals. The lighthouse card comes as a warning. There may be hazards hidden beneath the surface of a situation, or a person is not all that they seem. The path ahead may prove difficult to navigate, but you are gifted with foresight by the lighthouse. Your inner compass has probably already alerted you, but perhaps you were not ready to see the truth, 
and ignored your gut instincts. You're receiving confirmation now that your intuition is correct and you would do well to follow that inner guidance. Only you know the best way to course correct in these waters. You must make a choice about how to proceed and it requires self-trust. Heading straight into the challenges will allow you to learn lessons and grow, or you might decide that turning around completely and going another direction is best. Either way, do not listen to any fear that might be trying to overthrow your intuition. The Lighthouse card offers you a golden opportunity of foreknowledge so that you can make choices in advance of challenges arising. You are able to use all that you have integrated within to make a choice that is in alignment with your highest self. Focus on the small voice inside your heart that knows the path. It usually speaks quietly, so be willing to listen closely and remember that you are capable of handling anything that comes your way. So this is a beautiful reminder that you you can get ahead of things. You can make a choice to do things different. And while this might seem like a challenging card, I actually think it goes really nicely with this Jupiter expansion card well, because we can use our joy and our lightness and our levity and our happiness to handle challenges too, right? It doesn't have to always be so sticky and yucky, but we could turn a difficult situation into something light and easy if we want to. And I think that's what we're being encouraged to do. Yeah. Um, interesting the you know, Courtney Beck that I had, she's the healer that I had several um, podcast episodes back. Um, she just did a post this morning, actually. And she was talking about how, um, how the, she, she had had a, a, an experience where she had food poisoning and she was like, and I heard my intuition tell me before I went into this restaurant, just like a little, a little tiny little voice that said, are you sure you should do this? Or maybe this isn't such a good idea. Kind of like just very small intuitive voice. And she was like, Oh, it's fine. You know, like, because her wife wanted to go in. So she's like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll go. And while she was in that, she ended up getting food poisoning and she was like, so what if I had listened to that tiny little voice, I wouldn't be having to deal with this big thing that is in front of me right now. And so it just was, you know, food for thought in that post that I was like, Oh, you know, like how often do we just ignore, you know, I feel like we can, we're really good at tuning into the, the big intuitive nudges that is like, do this, go here, do that. You know, like when it's big and bold and in our face and when we're asking for that intuitive nudge, but what if, you know, all those little teeny tiny ones that we, what if we really started diving deeper into that and how those little intuitive nudges put us actually in alignment in the way that we need to be so that we can avoid the bigger intuitive nudges saying, do this, do it. Wait, don't do this. Don't do that. And we don't have to course correct so deeply. And, and I feel like that's very much what that lighthouse card is, is it's trying to like allow us to see things from such a broader perspective so that we don't have to course correct. And in that broad lighthouse vision, like it's shining a light on so many things for us to attune to. And that is where it's like, oh, okay, well, I can see pretty clearly over here to the left. I can see straight ahead and I can see pretty clearly out to the right too. You know, so it's like we have all of this vast areas and, and spaces that we can explore be like, is this an option? Let me really think about this clearly over here. What about this over here? Is this an option? And then leaning into that small little tiny intuitive voices and nudges that are, are, that are trying to align you to the right way to go in the right path. Yes. Oh, I love how you like took the message and then expanded it. And it's yes, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like this is not a negative card. This is not a, a challenging card. This is a card of clarity and like realizing what's in front of you and, and being able to make choices and making choices from a light, a lighter place, a, an evolved place, a spiritual place. Um, having like that's what we've been working for so hard yeah. is to be able to make decisions from and evolved, conscious, elevated, intuitive, trusting place of, of wisdom within. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what we've been working so hard for. And we still act like we're freaking lost. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Myself included, you know, so it's not like we, I mean, but again, that is the journey of life, but we don't have to act like we don't, we don't know because we do know, we just don't trust it or we don't, it's scary to go in that direction. Ooh, that's really what it is, right? That is really what it like is. we know what we know what we're supposed to be doing. We're just scared as shit to go in that direction. Yes. And I think the card description even mentioned something about self-trust. Um, I think I wrote yeah. something there about that. Yeah. yeah. So there will be an opportunity in June to test that and to see how much you can trust yourself. And so we know that now. So be ready for it. Be waiting for it. Be excited for it. This is an opportunity to do something different and to try yes. something a different way, right? I love that. I love that. Like when you just said that, like try something different, the opportunity is yeah. going to be there. Like I got a little pitter patter in my heart. Like, oh, I wonder what exciting opportunity is going to reveal itself to me and how I choose to respond to it. You know, like, am I going to be like, okay, let's do that. That sounds like really wild and crazy and daring, but let's do it. I trust that this opportunity was presented to me and I can see clearly all the, all the opportunities around me because of that lighthouse. Um, it's like, how am I going to respond to it? So that is very exciting. That's right. Ooh, I love that. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah me too. June. Yes. I hope everyone feels excited by that. Yes. Awesome. And then the final card that we got, which I love, and I actually just shared this on Instagram the other day. So it's kind of interesting that it's popping back up again, um, is the weeping willow card. I love the meaning of this card. Oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful card. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This one is very, very special. I love this card. So this is card number 24. And the three keywords that go with the weeping willow are rituals, honoring ancestors, and other lives. So the description says, a weeping willow stands elegantly against the backdrop of a full moon. It stretches up to the sky while its roots extend deep into rich, dark soil. The weeping willow card represents your ancestral line, as well as anyone who has lived on earth before you. The long, graceful branches of this tree are notorious for surviving high winds, signifying your own resilience, bolstered by those who came before you. The extensive nature of their roots are a reminder of how wide and deep your roots also travel. You are always connected to the vastness of the human experience through your DNA and subconscious memories. If the idea of reincarnation is true and your soul experiences many lives on earth, then you are your own ancestor. This is not to say that you have embodied every person on your family tree or that you've only had lives in certain areas of the world. But what is important to note is that your healing in this lifetime serves to honor those who came before you, which includes yourself. Celebrating your ancestors and healing generational trauma not only benefits the collective, but it also heals you on a deep soul level. The Weeping Willow encourages you to look into your ancestral line, research your DNA, family history, historical connections, and beliefs about your ancestors. If possible, find a photograph or a keepsake of an ancestor to display in your living space. Practice the rituals that they would have held sacred. This might include cooking, gardening, sewing, ceremonies, etc. In doing so, you can activate soul memories within you, which encourages healing. This card can also surface when you're feeling deep emotions and you cannot pinpoint the cause. It's possible that experiences of your ancestors or other lifetimes you've lived are coming to the surface asking to be acknowledged and healed. Seeking the assistance of a healing practitioner can help you to process emotions. Feel the beauty and strength of the weeping willow within you as you search the past for understanding, clarity, and healing. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Wow. An interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And as you were talking, I was just thinking about 
let's remember, you know, that 2023 is a seven year. It is a year of spiritual awakening and we are being called to go deeper into our own a spiritual awakening and expansion. And, you know, I, when I first heard that, I was like, I've already had a spiritual awakening. Like, I don't, I don't need to go through that again. Like, but no, we do. And we are because what we thought, and I know we've talked about this before, but what we, there are always going to be these new depths that we are asked to go to within ourselves. Like we have to, it's almost like that first part of your spiritual awakening is is so much more superficial, you know, like we're dealing with more of our humanness and, and it's just like the, the, this life that we're living right here. Like you wake up and you're like, Oh God, like everything is not, wait, I've been taught everything that was not true. Like what? And you unravel all of that. And then you become this new expanded version of yourself. Well, as I'm doing that saying you become this new expanded version of yourself, I see myself as that weeping willow, like my arms spread out, like I am the weeping willow. And so now if I am this expanded version of myself, that is the weeping willow grounded into deep into mother earth, into that soil and just able to have access because I'm so much more expansive now, now during this round of spiritual awakening, we get to go so much deeper than we ever could have during your first spiritual awakening, you know? So this really is happening for us. Like we literally are being called to go into the depths of our soul and to work on that, that past life healing and the generational healing at the retreat that I just did. I mean, there was so much ancestral healing that we did at that retreat. Like, I mean, I feel like it's a part of any work that I offer is, it's just like automatic. Like when you're healing, you're automatically healing past lives, past generations, ancestral, like all that stuff. Like you're already just doing it. But to know that we like, that's really the depth of this work that we're really, really here to do on a soul level. Like that's, hard that that's the work that we're currently really in the middle of I feel and 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 it is very difficult you know because we're going into realms of unknown like we don't know really how far back our generations came from and that we're holding on to that energy on a on a cellular DNA level and how we are being called to restructure and rewire and re um almost like I see like our, like a, you know, like a computer keyboard, like all lit up, you know, and it's like that soul blueprint that is like going off and we're just being called to like rewire and rework that soul blueprint and literally heal and unplug almost so that we can plug back in and, and have a professional, which is ourselves come in and like really rework it. Right. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I love that visualization. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think it's just a reminder that, um, I think this card comes up when there's a portal of healing to be had. And I think we can always, uh, we're always healing forward and backward through time. Like Vaughn said, any, any, any deep healing work that you do is going to have that effect. But I think this card signifies that there's like an extra, um, opportunity and so anything you can do to work with your DNA, and you can even just listen to, you know, certain megahertz music that can help heal you on a DNA level, or even just like we talked with the, um, with the lighthouse card and the Jupiter card, if you can like have that clarity with the the lighthouse and see something coming and make a different choice, you are honoring your ancestors. You're honoring your generational healing by doing something different than what was taught in your family line, right? Yes, absolutely. So this absolutely. Is perfect. Very, very much so deeply connected. It's about yeah. making different choices and it's actually about having levity. I think our ancestors didn't get to have the levity that we have. Right. So, I mean, their lives were, were hard and not to say that ours aren't hard just in different ways, but um, I think we can bring some lightness to, to these challenges that we're facing. And that's something that they couldn't do. So let's honor them that way. Mm. Bye. 
I love that. Yes. I mean, I am all about the, the fun. I'm always like, healing is fun. And people are like, you're a sick woman. Like, (laughs) but, but it really is like, it has to be, it has to be fun or we will avoid it at all costs. Like we have to layer in these, this little bit of fun while we're doing it. And so that's why like everything that I offer, it is always, always sprinkled with fun. You know, it's like, there's always going to be that levity to that, to the depth of what we are doing. Cause it has to be that way. I mean, it doesn't have to be, I mean, there are plenty of people that don't bring the lightness and the levity to it, but it's, I mean, it's, this is the way it's supposed to be done is with that contrast of like the dark and the light, the heavy and the light. It's, it's just all the layers and all the, it just, all of it. It's like one big party of like highs and lows. Such is life. (laughs) There's times when healing is going to feel like crying in the fetal position on the floor and you don't know how you're going to get out of this darkness, but I don't feel like that's the message for this month. I feel like this month is like, you can heal through lightness and through honoring your ancestors and doing something different than they got to do and and be happy, you know? So I love this. I'm, I'm yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. One thing I'm thinking of is like, we, we have a pool in our backyard and there's so many days where I just want to go, you know, in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. we'll go sit by the pool. And, but if I go sit by the pool, I'm like, well, I need to go work by the pool. You know, like I'll bring my laptop out by the pool or I'll, you know, which is wonderful yeah. and a luxury, but it's still that mindset of me saying, I have to be working. I have to be productive. I have to be doing something of value, you know, contributing to my livelihood and others, you know, during this time. And that's where I think so much of my program belief is I always have to be working. I always have to be creating something. Um, I always have to be like, you know, in action, which of course is so funny because that is my North node is that I, you know, that take action. So it's like, I, I am always taking action, but I feel like it's never enough. Mm -hmm. And so my, my goal in this conversation is to allow myself to just in the middle of the day or whenever I want to, if I want to go like lay by the pool or in the pool or jump and play in the pool, I'm going to do that, you know, or if my kids and I really try to do, and I've always been good about this, but really, really, truly separating myself of, you know, Hey, do you want to go do this? And me being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go do that. And actually being incredibly present for it. Not just being like, yes, I'm telling her, yes, look at me. I am, I am saying yes to my children and we're going to go do something fun. But really my mind is like, I have so much other stuff I'm supposed to be doing right now that I'm halfway in it with my own kids. And so that is my goal is to be all in with, with me and with my summer and with my children and with my friends and, and when I'm on vacation and when I am on the boat or in the pool, you know, to be like, "Mm, I am here. I I love that so much. And I just want to add to that, you know, the ancestor piece of that, like if you were born in the United States, if you have family that, um, you know, crossed over and came here to help build this country, um, this is a very young country still. And so it really was not that long ago that there was a lot of effort put into creating systems and creating structures and working hard here. That's kind of like the American dream is like you come here, but you know, you have to work hard, right? That's like the, the culture of America. And, um, and while that's wonderful, it leads us to a lot of burnout and a lot of, like you said, pressure to perform all the time. And I think these cards are coming up to let us know that there has to be an integration process where there's levity and there's lightness and there's fun. And that's when things can start like seeping in and coming through. And so we have to like integrate and let ourselves rest and enjoy. And so I love that you're like making that your mantra. And I think it has just speaking to that weeping willow card, I think it has some, some roots in our, our ancestors and our, and in the country we live in. 
So yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I know my mom certainly didn't know how to shut it off and to, yeah. I mean, she was always, you know, and I inherited her way of being and she inherited her mom's way of being and so on and so on and so on and so on. So I, yeah, I really, I think that this really will resonate with so many of our listeners. Um, and just noticing your pattern of behavior. And as we're trying to recreate a new pattern of behavior and acceptance with that <laughs> pattern of behavior, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is, that's again, the work, but that is also the change. Like that is like, we're doing it, but we get to do it in joy. Mm-hmm. It gets to be fun. It gets to be fun. Let it be fun this month and try something new. <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, I do have a question. This is something that always blows my mind and I'm like, I don't understand it. When you said that about the ancestors, about how we have been our ancestors, like I've heard this before, right? And so every time I hear conversations around this, like my brain literally can't wrap my hand like I can't wrap my head around that, what that actually means. Do you have some information, knowledge, wisdom on more of guidance around that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, um, I think that, and I, I think you have to believe in reincarnation to believe in this, which I do. And I know you do. Um, uh, there might be some listening who aren't quite sure where they feel about it. Um, but I fully believe that we come back and that we have lived many lives. And so you have had lives, you yourself, Vaughn, let's just use Vaughn as an example, but apply it to yourself. You've probably had a life, at least one in Asia, in Europe, in Africa, in Australia, in like all these places and through all these times, um, different time zones and, and centuries and things. And so if that's the case, then you're, history as a soul is also woven into the collective history of the world, right? And so you clearing yourself and and being your own ancestor, um, it's all like mixed together. Like it's just all of our DNA is just so much more interwoven than I think we realize. Like we research our own actual family tree and we're like, oh, I come from Scotland and I come from England and Germany and France or whatever. But I really don't know that that's true. I think we actually come from the whole world. Right. So like in that way, we are the ancestors maybe in our own family tree, but maybe not, but we're all each other's ancestors. We have to. Right. 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 That makes, yeah, Yeah. that makes, it makes perfect sense. No sense at all, but it makes perfect sense. (laughs) Like there is what? (laughs) Yeah. All at once and not at all. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's my feelings on it. Yeah. No, I love the way that you said that because that is, it it is like that recycling almost, you know, of the, of the energy. It's, it's so deep. I mean, like that, like talking about stuff like that, I'm like, whoa, that's like way over my head kind of stuff, but stuff that I'm so fascinated with, especially as we're diving deeper into more ancestral healing and, um, and really just exploring what that looks like as, as your soul, but as it's intertwined with all the generations behind you, like how that did circle back around, because that's exactly what it's doing is circling back around to you. So did it circle through them and you were them circling back through? And you know what I mean? That's where I'm like, wait a Well, and I think there's two different ways too, right? Like we have our actual physical body, the DNA that we got from our family tree, our actual bloodline. And so I think there's something really important in researching your actual family's history and that sort of thing. But then you also have your soul that again, has lived so many different lives on so many different continents and so many different times that you're also bringing that in too. And so that's where it becomes like this endless, like you pull the string and it's like, you're going to really be going down a rabbit hole because it just shows though also how deeply connected we are to one another, because I could be your ancestor from 10 centuries ago or, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We are. So it's just the vastness of, of humanity. That's so deeply connected that I love. Yeah. And, and that's why I think that I'm so obsessed with 
female relationships right now. Like I, I don't know. I, it is like a thing right now. Like I am so drawn to just having these deeper, deeper, deeper relationships with women. It's like, I want to know so much more about you. And, and I want to go, and it's because probably I was you and you were me at one point, like we were already connected at some point. And so it's like these uh, memories are awakening within. And it's just like, you already love her. You want to love her even more, you know, and that's the depth of the relationships that I am just like almost like desperately wanting to grab and hold on to these women that are, that I do have our souls have, have been together in lifetimes and lifetimes. It's like, I want to grab you and I want to be with you and I want to heal together because I know that when you heal, I'm healing. And it's like, and I witnessed that at the flourish retreat, very specifically, like the way that we gathered in sisterhood. And it's like when one woman was going through her, whatever she was going through, how each woman poured and held into her. And then when it was the next woman's turn, it's like, well, that woman was strong enough to hold and pour into her. And so it's like, we just kept pouring into each other and healing and activating each other on such a deep level. And it's like, we freaking saw each other. Like we saw each other in these lifetimes. And we, we just loved, I mean, there was so, there is so much unconditional love in available to us in these female relationships. And I do believe now that we're even talking about this more, that it is because we've, we're already connected. Like we've already done this before and now we're just reawakening and remembering into it. So it's like when I'm seeing you and I'm looking to your eyes right now, it's like, I already love you so deeply. Like the love that I feel in my heart for you is just, it's so deep. It is so unwavering. And, and the way I want to support you and cheer you and lift you up, like it's so sincere. Yeah. And, and I just feel like, like, it makes me so emotional because it's, it's a depth of love that mm-hmm. I never knew existed for other women. And, and it's really like, it is really expanding my heart in ways that I did not know was possible. And it's, it's the way that I, I want to create these experiences where we are, where we are coming together and we are going through this together in witnessing of each other. I mean, this is, this, this is the divine feminine healing. Like this is how we will heal the world. We can look into each other and like go there and already know and love you. No, like there is nothing we're saying that can make me not already like hold you as much as I want to hold you right now, as I do hold you right now, you know? Yeah. It's just so fascinating to me. I think you're really tapping into a, a big, huge collective surge of energy that's that's coming forward. I mean, we are really being asked to tap into those matriarchal ancient societies that we are tapped into with our roots. That that willow tree card that we just pulled is asking us to do that. I don't know. Have you read the book, um, The Red Tent? No, but I've, you're like the fifth person that has told me that. So it is on my list. <laughs> I mean, it's about so much, taken. This, but when I read this book, I learned about how, how supportive communities for women used to be. For those who don't know, the red tent is back in ancient times when women, you know, lived together, their periods synced up. And so they would menstruate at the same time and they would prepare their food and their massage oil and all of their things that they needed. And for like three or four days, they would go into this red tent together, be away from men. They would massage each other. They would eat food. They would support one another. They would sleep. They would rest. Like all of their chores were done and they were allowed to just go into this red tent and support one another. And it blew my mind when I read that. Cause I was like, can you imagine if we did that today? How how much different we would feel, how much more deeply supported we would feel with one another. And we don't, we're, we're in this place of competition and, and 
and women are competing against each other and who's prettier and who looks younger. And, and it's just, we are so far away from that deep support, but I think we're being called back to it. Right. Yes, 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 yes. I feel it so deeply. I feel it so, so deeply. Yes. Yes. Mm. We can call it back. It's time. Yes. Yes. It is time. It is time. Oh, I'll be setting up excited. You can come over when you have your period. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Perfect. (laughs) I know. And like, I'm hosting, um, this is the goddess circle or a a goddess sleepover. And that is just something that I'm like, I just want to have like a bunch of women in my home where we are just freaking playing and healing and just doing all the things where we're just together, just being. And, and I want, like, I'm so excited about hosting this because I know that this is what I want, you know? So it's like, I'm doing it and people are signing up like so easy. Like when it's that easy, it's like, it's meant to be, cause this is just coming from a place in my heart where I'm like, this is what I desire. So I'm creating it for me <laughs> and I just hope everybody will come and play with me. Right. And so, and, and I feel like more and more and more, if when we are in a place of creation, um, like I'm sure even with your, with your deck, you know, when you were creating it, like on some level, you were like, I'm doing this for me because I want to create this. You were doing it for everyone else, but you were doing it to serve your, your light yeah. within that was saying, you should do this. And then you, I mean, you did it for you. It will serve so right. many, but you did it for you. Yes. And, and I think that that's such a, a, a little note that I want everybody to kind of take away with, you know, like when you're, when you're in creation, like it, you're doing it for you. Yeah. It will ultimately serve others. But when you create for you first and foremost, that is when the magic happens and unfolds and you are in alignment with your true self. And that is when like the gates open, that lighthouse opens, that light shines brightly on everything, on every possibility, every opportunity. You can avoid the dangers because that light is shining on the opportunities and, and the, the, you know, like, don't go that way, go this way, you know? So yeah. Yes. Oh my God. So much. Yes. I loved this episode. So good. Oh, so fun. So fun. Oh, well, Dana, I'll see. There was something else I was going to ask you, Um, uh, but it's gone. So I just thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. And I just adore these conversations. And um, I just cannot wait to get my hand on your deck. Oh, it's going to be so good. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And again, thank you, Dana and love you all. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.